at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once a year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Vox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. We're doing something a little bit different tonight. We have not actually done this all season, but tonight we are actually going live. We are doing a live podcast uh, on Facebook uh, through our Facebook group. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we are also recording this to post on to uh, iTunes. Well, not I, yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere that you can listen to the webs, uh, anywhere you can listen to the episode. So, uh, we want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to us, uh, to check out uh, the the podcast and everything. Uh, real quick, before we get started, I wanted to give a quick shout out to um, to Stat Route. As I'm typing stuff and going, um, StatRoute is a is our uh, place that we do a lot of our uh, use for our research for stats for the website for the podcast. Um, and right now they're running a deal. You know we've been talking about them all season and what they can do for you. Um, and uh, their their subscription has been running about ten dollars a month. Well, now you actually can get in on this for the last four to five weeks of the season. So through week seventeen. Uh, if you go to statroute.com, that's S-T-A-T-R-O-U-T-E dot com, and use the promo code when you sign up, use the promo code SkullKingFFPlus, you will actually get the rest of the season for just $9. That's uh, the last five weeks of the season for just 9 bucks. That's cheaper than a full month, uh, than a, the monthly subscription. One-time payment, nine, uh, $9, you get the rest, of the, you get the, the stats, uh, everything you can use, everything you could possibly want to uh, to look up statistics, uh, how people do at home, away, in the snow, in the rain, in the wind, um, versus certain defensive coordinators, certain coaches, you name it. You can you can set up the statistics to to get the 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 notes and and everything that you want. So again, make sure to go to statroute.com. That's s t a t r o u t e dot com. Uh, go to their uh, go to their IP, their stat IP, as create your account, and again use the uh, promo code SkullKingFFPlus in order to get that nine dollar deal for the rest of the season. All right, well that's uh, the only real announcement that we've got. Why don't we go ahead and get into today's headlines? Today's headlines. All right, so on the headlines, uh, first up, uh, we're just going to skip the Jaguars because they're just a dumpster fire, and there really isn't anything. Well, okay, let's go back. There is a little bit of fantasy relevance on that team, and right now it's Leonard Fournette, who now that he has been um, suspended for the week, uh, well, he's going to appeal that it looks like and he will i believe it said that he will find out by wednesday what uh 
what the final verdict is on that suspension. If he's still suspended, uh, I'm going to guess that Yeldon is probably the better option to use, uh, although Carlos Hyde is is a possible option if Yeldon is already gone, which most likely he is. So there's a little bit of fantasy relevance there. Also, the fact that Jaguars fired their offensive coordinator and demoted Blake Bortles. I believe Cody Kessler is now their quarterback. Kessler's not anything really to write home about. He was the quarterback for the uh, Browns for a little while. A couple years ago, I want to say is actually in in the first year of Hugh Jackson's reign, um, short reign, and so he didn't throw a lot of touchdowns, but didn't throw a lot of interceptions either. He really is more of a ball control guy; doesn't do a whole lot uh, with the ball. So, really, they're going to have to depend on the running game. So, uh, as far as that goes, really, it's going to be Leonard Fournette again. Uh, once he comes back from suspension in the fantasy playoffs in week 14 for this week, uh, if you're desperate for a running back, Carlos Hyde is probably still available. Um, also, TJ Yeldon, uh, if he's available, would be a good pickup. Um, moving on, Chris Thompson returned to practice Monday. He has not played much hardly at all this year. He was a guy that uh, we were all hoping that was going to put up better numbers than he did last year. And last year he had a great season. We were hoping that he'd be able to build on that. Does not look like that's going to happen, but he has he has returned to practice. So we'll see uh, we'll see what he can do coming up in the uh, in the next couple of weeks if he can get healthy. Uh, Giants coach Pat Shermer said he does not know how long Evan Ingram with his hamstring will be sidelined. They're hoping he will be back this next week. Evan Ingram has been a giant disappointment. Uh, you know, just injury riddled. Plus, he's on a team that's not very good. The offensive line is garbage for the for the Giants. Really, the only the only bright spot is Saquon Barkley and what he's been able to do. Odell Beckham Jr. has had a pretty decent season, considering how bad Eli has played all season. But uh, with with Evan Ingram, he is now the fourth option in that offense behind Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham Jr. And, uh, and Sterling Shepard. So he is not going to get the work that he did last season um, when he was really the only receiver because, you know, their top three receivers all went down in one week. Uh, Eagles coach Doug Peterson wants to get Josh Adams more work each week. Um, I love this. Uh, Adams has been an absolute beast in the last few weeks, just getting more and more work. Um, let me pull up his stats real quick. Um, over the last few weeks, uh, yeah, this last week against the Giants, 22 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. The week before, seven carries for 53 yards and a touchdown. He has played really well the last couple weeks. Um, you know, we talked about, uh, I believe I posted a couple days ago that he was going to become basically like a feature back for the for the Eagles, and you know they're wanting to do even more with him. So, uh, if you were able to get Josh Adams on the waiver wire, good for you. Uh, hopefully, he'll be able to uh, keep it going for you. Moving on. The Chargers have confirmed that Melvin Gordon is dealing with an MCL sprain. At this point, is week to week. Uh, they, When uh, they actually uh, gave the official diagnosis after his MRI, it said that he has a grade 2 MCL sprain suffered in yesterday's blowout win. He had his MRI. So uh, he is out the next few weeks is what this report says but should be back before the end of the regular season if all goes well. You never like to see if all goes well. Um, at this point, uh, Austin Eckler is looking really good for those who have been able to hold on to him and stash him. 
Uh, in one of my leagues, I've been able to stash him all year long. Uh, tried trading him away actually a couple times. It just never worked out. And so he is a uh, he is definitely a guy to uh, to keep uh, watching on. Uh, I think that he could be a big contributor this next week. Uh, I believe actually the who are they playing? I believe they're playing Pittsburgh um, this next week. So that could be a little bit of a tough uh, a little bit of a tough um, matchup for Eckler. Uh, I believe Pittsburgh is the 29th team or 29th worst team. So I guess it's the third best. I guess run, fantasy running backs uh, this year. They've been playing really well against running backs. Their their defense has given up a bunch in the passing game, um, but uh, but they've been pretty pretty uh, solid against the run. So we'll see how how that kind of works out for them. Uh, but yeah, Eckler's Eckler's my number one go to in terms of if Melvin Gordon goes down especially with the fact they like to pass the ball out of the backfield so much. Uh, for those of you who picked up Jeff Hireman, hoping that he'd be able to, to do a little something uh, after he kind of had that little bit of a breakout, it turns out that he has three broken ribs and a bruised lung and is now done for the year. He is put on IR. Uh, to make uh, matters worse for the entire tight end position, Jack Doyle suffered a kidney injury that he is now put on IR for the rest of the season. Just making the, I mean, the tight end his position has already been a bit of a wasteland with all the injuries. This year has just been unreal, to be completely honest. Uh, we had uh, Howard, uh, OJ Howard going on IR last week. So it's just been, it has been absolutely horrible for tight ends this year. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is visiting a specialist in New York to seek a second opinion on his hand injury. If he is unable to go, this bodes well for Chris Godwin because Godwin can step into that role, kind of the deep role with, with where Deshaun Jackson played, um, you know, opposite of, of Mike Evans. Humphreys, for the most part, has taken over that slot role. Humphreys is a great, I think, a, a really good uh, pickup for this next week, which we're getting to. Um, in the slot, uh, he's he's put up was can't remember who put it up. Uh, I apologize, but in uh, uh, on fantasy Twitter, uh, I saw someone post that he is Humphreys is the number eight wide receiver in PPR over the last four or five weeks. Just with his production, it's it's somewhat uh, somewhat based on um, his tight end production. However, he has been getting a lot of targets, so. And that's just something to keep in mind uh, for him. So if Deshaun Jackson is out, I think that Chris Godwin moves out to that outside. He could get a little more TD production, um, bringing up his value a little bit. Um, Lions coach Matt Patricia announced that wide receiver Marvin Jones is going on injured reserve, which is good news. And you know, it, we hate seeing guys go on injured reserve, but for fantasy purposes, this is good news for um, those people who have. Uh, Kenny Galladay. This means that Kenny Galladay is probably going to get double teamed more. However, they're going to have to throw to him, and so they will find creative ways to get Kenny Kenny Galladay the ball. And so this this moves Kenny Galladay into the high end wide receiver two uh, position for the rest of the year. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Sean McVay says that Todd Gurley should be 100% for week 13 after he tweaked his ankle in week 11. He's had the bye week in order to get healthy. Uh, and so he should be good. Uh, this next week, I believe it is LA 
going against the Detroit Lions, and they are god-awful against the run. So Todd Gurley should absolutely go off in Week 13. Uh, the Bengals placed Andy Dalton on injured reserve, ending his season with a thumb injury, which is really a shame. I, the first half of the season, he actually looked really good. He was a streaming quarterback. I actually started him in a few times in, in a couple of my leagues. And then it just kind of all fell apart. There's a whole bunch of injuries. Um, the defense got so bad that Dalton was forced to throw the ball. Uh, and when that happens, he's not very good. So uh, now he's injured, torn, I believe it's torn ligaments in his thumb. Therefore, he, he may have to have surgery. Uh, he is now on injured reserve. This really, I think that this affects uh, A.J. Green. Tyler Boyd, he still seemed to do all right with, I believe it was Driscoll, who came in to, uh, to be the quarterback for the rest of the game. Uh, the, the Bengals have also claimed Tom Savage off of waivers from the 49ers to be the backup. So the, I honestly think that the Bengals will uh, be looking for another quarterback, to be completely honest. I really think this. We'll be looking for another quarterback uh, going into next season. <clears throat> Um, because Dalton has two non-guaranteed years remaining on the six-year extension that he signed in 2014. Uh, he is due $16.2 million in 2019 and $17.7 in 2020, plus possible escalators. So honestly, I think that they, they may cut bait. They may draft a, a quarterback. They may try to sign. I, I'm not, you know, not off the top of my head. Do I know of anyone that's going to be a free agent this year? Um, except for maybe, I don't know. Maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick can go be the quarterback for the, for the Bengals. Just move on to a different team. So, um, so yeah, so I, I'm not, you know, we'll see what the future holds for Andy Dalton and the Bengals. Traquan Smith uh, with his foot was limited in Monday's practice. The fact that he was actually out there practicing is good news for Saints fans. That being said, I am not advocating for anyone to go pick up Traycon Smith. I will go get into that a little bit more in the waiver wire section, but I am not advocating really for anyone to go and actively get Traycon Smith. Uh, per Field Yates of ESPN, the Patriots have officially elevated running back Rex Burkhead from IR to the active roster. Uh, so this means for me, this could possibly eat in a little bit into um, the usage of James White, possibly even Sonny Michelle. I think he could spell them each a little bit, um, but this uh, this could be a, a little bit of a bad news for them and just uh, what they'll be able to get done. <clears throat> so uh, moving on, I think we got a couple more stories here. Oh, and uh, yeah, and then we talked about the, the suspension of Leonard Fournette. So that is all we've got for the news and notes. So if you give me just a second, we will switch over to the Waiver Wire Madness. Waiver Wire Madness. All right. So why don't we go ahead and get into the Waiver Wire? Here we go. These are the guys that I'm looking at um, trying to acquire if you need any one of these positions. Um, you'll notice in some cases there are not a whole lot of names, uh, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this. Starting with the quarterback, um, a guy that I actually started this last week. Um, actually, I think I started him two weeks in a row. Uh, Lamar Jackson. 
he's owning 49.1% of leagues again for the waiver wire. These are guys that are owned in 50% or less leagues on ESPN. And Lamar Jackson is owned in 49.1. Uh, if we look at what he has done over the last couple weeks in uh, on ESPN, he's done 15.9 points against Cincinnati uh, last week. In week 12 against Oakland, he went for 20.2 points, uh, threw two interceptions, but did throw for a touchdown and run for one also, threw for 178 yards. He didn't have to do a whole lot. It'll be interesting to see. Now, the reason we're going saying go ahead and pick him up, with how well he has played against teams that he's supposed to beat the last two weeks, it is, po- it is very possible that even if Joe Flacco comes back healthy uh, next week against Atlanta, that Lamar Jackson may keep the job. Uh, I know that uh, John Harbaugh has stated they don't want to talk about who their starting quarterback is going to be because they don't want to give a um, a heads up to um, their opponents, so they're not going to name a starting quarterback yet, which makes me more think it's going to be Lamar Jackson. So he is definitely a guy to a guy to pick up if you're desperate for a quarterback, um, or if you just need a backup for just in case, or you don't like your quarterback situation and can can run with it, Lamar Jackson is definitely a name to look at. Number two, he has been on here every week, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker's just absolutely been destroying it. Uh, He finished this last week against Cincinnati, 258 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 25.9 fantasy points at the quarterback position. Uh, Over the last... God, since he has, since he has started, he has not had a game under 12 points. Which, I mean, yeah, you know, 12 points is like the bare minimum. That's, you know, that's barely streamable. But if you look at, you know, the rest of the game, 20, 25.9, go before the bye, 22.6, 17.9, 14.9, 12.3, 18, 12.8. He has been really solid, playing very, very well. The fact that he's only owning 42.9% of leagues just drives me nuts. I think it's still that people don't know what to do with the Browns. Um, really, it's, you know, David Njoku is kind of, you know, back and forth on, on how much he has owned and how much he's actually started. Baker Mayfield, no one has decided whether or not to actually trust him. And then you've got uh, Nick Chubb, who, well, he's exploded onto the scene and everyone wants him. So. So yeah, Baker Mayfield, he's got next week against Houston. It's at Houston, which is going to be a little bit of a tough matchup, but uh, Marcus Mariota himself put up 300 passing yards against them with, I think, like 23 of 24 or something like that against Houston's defense. So um, I think the Baker Mayfield could still have another solid streamable start. Um, And again, when we talk about streamable starts, we're talking Alex Smith numbers, 225 yards, maybe 250. you know, one to two touchdowns, maybe an interception, and can run a little bit. So that's what I see out of Baker Mayfield next week against Houston. So very a very streamable option, possibly a rest of the year starter. Moving on to the running backs. There are not a lot of running backs that I actually like that are available in less than 50% of leagues. I'm being completely honest. Um, starting off with number one, uh, Theo Riddick. Uh, owned in, there it is, 37.1% of leagues. Uh, over the last four weeks, 
Uh, he has not run the ball much. He's basically just been used as that PPR guy. And, you know, we talk mainly about PPR leagues here. Uh, mainly used as the PPR running back. He's had 10.6, 12, 8, 13 points. Um, I think that next week against the Rams, depending on whether or not Carrion Johnson is healthy, they're going to have to throw the ball, which means that Theoretic is probably going to be getting the ball um, out of the backfield. They're not going to have a choice. Um, Riddick has actually been the biggest beneficiary of Golden Tate being traded away. So, again, I think Theoretic is a solid option for those desperate for running backs. <clears throat> and so he's definitely a guy to, to look at for, um, for picking up. Uh, number two is Carlos Hyde. And, again, the only reason I'm saying Carlos Hyde is because the fact that, uh, that uh, Fournette has been, has been suspended. I think that Yeldon will pr they'll probably split split um, carries a little bit. I think that Yeldon, because of his ability to catch the ball in the backfield, will stay mainly in that pass catching uh, area. But uh, Hyde, because of the, his ability to run downhill, uh, will get a lot of the carries next week if um, if uh, the suspension is held up through uh, his the Fournette's appeal. Sorry. Um, who are they playing next week? Next, playing against Indianapolis. So, um, Indianapolis has been playing better defense, but uh, playing at home, I think that you know this could be an okay game. They may have to focus on the run game with Cody Kessler as the quarterback. The other name that I want to put out there uh, because let me make sure because Austin, yep, just making sure Austin Eckler is owning just over. 54% of leagues, so he doesn't technically make the list. But, again, if Eckler is available, go and get him. No, the other name that I'm looking at is Justin Jackson. And the reason we're putting up Justin Jackson here is because if you can't get Eckler, Justin Jackson is another way to go. Um, in, in, his, um, in his work uh, after Gordon went down, carried the ball seven times for 57 yards, the – the Chargers offensive line is actually really good, has been really good about, uh, you know, run blocking this year with the addition of Dan Feeney from the, uh, from the draft a couple of years ago. And then, uh, you know, Forrest Lamp, I believe, is coming back. And, God, I can't wait till he gets involved in that line. Just really makes him even better. Um, so he saw some work as the, as the back um, doing a lot of carrying. I think that the main work is going to go to Austin Eckler, but Jackson, again, is that kind of that extra safety net play. Um, just in case something happens to Eckler, Jackson's the next guy up. So I think he will get more of the carry carries. Um, Eckler, I think, may stick in his same role. He'll get a few more carries than he had been, but his main job will be catching the ball out of the backfield. So, so yeah, Justin Jackson owning 0.2% of leagues. All right, going on to the wide receivers. We're going to go through these real quick. Anthony Miller owned in 47.2% of leagues. Now, this last week wasn't great. Three catches for 41 yards. He is kind of, he's somewhat touchdown dependent, to be completely honest. But this uh, last week at 7.4 fantasy points in PPR leagues was the first time in five weeks that he had not hit 10 points. I think that his production is more tied to Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky may be healthy for week 13, but he might not be. Um, so if Trubisky is not healthy for week 14, 
or for week 13, I think that going into the fantasy playoffs is when Anthony Miller may be a little more um, usable with Trubisky at quarterback, especially going up against the Rams, who have been giving up a lot, the Green Bay Packers, who give up a lot in the past, and San Francisco in championship week, who gives up a lot in the past. So um, he has some, some favorable matchups coming back once Trubisky is healthy. But again, Anthony Miller owned 47.2% of leagues. Now, going, uh, I talked about Traquan Smith a little bit, owning 42.8%. The reason I'm not actively going after Traquan Smith is uh, through the first four weeks, he had one catch for 18 yards. Then he explodes in week five, three catches, a hun- three catches, 111 yards and two touchdowns. He does not have another game uh, with more than three catches or with, I think, what, week seven, three for 44, week eight, three for 18, week nine, two for 23, and ends up getting a touchdown, so barely gets into that 10-point range. He's blanked against Cincinnati, and then in week 11 goes off for 10 for 157 and one. And then he's injured this last week. So, again, Traquan Smith, they spread the ball around so much their main targets are going to be Kamara, Ingram, and Thomas. That's that's where most of their production is going to come from. I mean, Breeze spreading it out their way. Last week was a bit of an anomaly where it went to was it Austin? Was it Kirkwood and Carr and a couple other guys? So um, they spread the ball around a lot. There's just I don't. There's not going to be enough consistency for Traquan Smith to trust him enough to want to put him in my line, in any of my lineups. Uh, moving on at 33.8%, we've got Josh Reynolds coming off the bye week last week, Josh Reynolds for, um, for the Rams against the chiefs went for, I would believe it was six for 80 and a touchdown. Uh, he is filling in that third wide receiver position that Cooper cup vacated with his injury. Josh Reynolds is a name that's going to be productive this, uh, the rest of this season, because again, uh, the Rams run almost nine. I believe it's just over ninety percent of their plays out of a three wide receiver set. So he's going to be on the field a lot. He's going to have that opportunity. He's going to be running a lot of routes. So because of that, Josh Reynolds is definitely a guy that I want uh, on my team. And if you're a little thin at, at wide receiver, he's definitely a guy who can produce for you. Uh, Adam Humphreys, twenty eight point two percent. Again, we talked about this a little bit in the news and notes section. He is a guy that you can get in PPR who has been the number eight wide receiver in fantasy over the last five weeks in PPR. Uh, gets heavily targeted. Uh, is doing really well uh, the last couple of weeks with Jameis Winston at quarterback. So he's definitely named to look at. And last but not least, Curtis Samuel. Uh, he's owned in 6.3% of leagues. Uh, going over the last few weeks, um, he is scored, let's see, Tampa Bay. Uh, he's somewhat touchdown dependent, to be completely honest. Touchdown dependent, but he is used on it, a little bit in the in the run game uh, with some fly sweeps and that sort of thing. Uh, so is DJ Moore. He also uh, has been targeted fairly frequently, uh, but his receptions: two for twenty-five and a touchdown, four for eighteen, five for fifty-five and a touchdown. This last week, two for seventeen and a touchdown. Plus, he ran the ball a little bit. Um, if you look at his schedule coming up. Uh, at Tampa Bay, at Cleveland, New Orleans, Atlanta, New Orleans. So he has some favorable matchups coming up. So he is a guy, deeper league, again, only owned in 6% of leagues, that is definitely uh, one that you can look at. 
as far as the tight ends go, uh, CJ Uzoma at 30.1%. He has been kind of back and forth. It'll be interesting with Dalton now gone and Jeff uh, Driscoll as the quarterback now. Uzoma may get a little more value um, working the uh, the middle of the field for you know dump offs and that sort of thing. Uh, but again, he hasn't been uh, you know stellar by any stretch of the imagination as a as a tight end with uh, um, Croft and and Eifert going on IR. I mean, he's he's been he was blanked in week eight against Tampa Bay, but you know since week five. He's only had one week under six points, so not enough to you know to to kill you and 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 put up a zero, you know. But he, it's not gonna you know light it up for you either. Uh, number two, this is a, a a name I like a lot better. Uh, owned only in five point four percent of leagues, Jonu Smith. He is somewhat touchdown dependent, but he is finally starting to get that chemistry with Marcus Mariota. He has ten points at least in the last each of the last four weeks uh, in PPR leagues. Three of those weeks, he scored touchdowns in three of the last four weeks. He has the Jets, Jacksonville, and the Giants the next three weeks, um, which are somewhat favorable matchups. And again, if, as long as Marcus Mariota, Mariota is healthy, um, you know he should be able to produce. And Jonu Smith uh, filling in that Delaney Walker role uh, is definitely a name that I would look at if you've been devastated by injuries, whether you had Jack Doyle um, or maybe, you know, you were already desperate and had Jeff Hireman. John o. Smith is a name to look at. And last but not least, owned in 0.0% of leagues, this is the desperation play, Matt Lacoste. Uh, he was he filled in once, um, once uh, Hireman went out. Uh, again, not owned in any leagues in, uh, or he may be owned in like, three or four of the, you know, some hundred thousand, you know, hundreds of thousands of leagues on, on ESPN. Uh, finished this last week, three catches, 30-some yards, and a touchdown. Again, not a great option, but he's now one of the few, I think one of the only healthy tight ends on the Denver Broncos for a team that kind of needs to, you know, needs a, a couple more weapons to be able to throw to, so. All right. Well, that is it for tonight's show. I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, me doing this live, and uh, and uh, I may do this again tomorrow night for the next show. So, again, this has been the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you guys later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.
I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. At Jared, we know devotion isn't a once-a-year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted.